0: Welcome to Just Jesus. This is Lesson 43 today. Lesson 43. And today's lesson is called Joint Heirs with Christ. Joint Heirs with Christ. But before we start, let's pray together. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray today as we look into the subject of Joint Heirs with Christ, that this Holy Spirit selfie, that true image, of our past our present and our future will be burning to our hearts and minds through the power and the fire of the holy spirit in jesus name amen remember to make no more than five bullet points and really pray over them bullet points that's what they're there for to remind you of what really spoke to you if there's something that really jumps out to you That's the Holy Spirit really wanting you to focus in on those aspects. And so you are to write them, you are to meditate on them, you are to pray over them, the revelations that the Holy Spirit really brings out to your heart. And also answer the questions, as I always say, because that's part of the meditation process in which you're you're mulling over and churning over the word of God. And it really takes root in your heart and in your mind. So let's just turn to the introduction. Remember, joint heirs with Christ. When you became a Christian, a whole new life started. You were made a joint heir with Christ forever. Now, so far, as I've said, we're in the home straight of just Jesus. And so we're looking now, not just in Christ and in him and in whom and by him and through him. We're looking with him. And this is part of Paul the Apostle's teaching, because with Christ is like the summary picture that he gives us in the scriptures. That is how we became to receive all the things that are in Christ. All the things you've learnt up to now. Whether it be sanctification, justification, holiness, new creation, heart, forgiveness of sins. All these kind of things. It's because in summarising, if we were to build a picture. It's because we was with Christ in his death on the cross. We was crucified, the scripture says with Christ we were buried with Christ we were quickened with Christ we were raised and made alive with Christ we were seated with Christ in heavenly places and these are all the facts as it were the picture the overall selfie can i use that term selfies what people take today don't they 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 take the mobile phone they take a selfie and they can see what they look like in the same way the holy spirit has given us a true jesus selfie that we must see ourselves crucified with christ we must see ourselves as buried with christ we must see ourselves as quickened with christ we must see ourselves as raised and made alive with Christ we must see ourselves now in fact seated with Christ with this resurrection life that we live in today and so that's our selfie and part of that selfie is also understanding that there are future aspects to this selfie and the future aspects to the selfie is this we are to be appearing with christ which is future and reigning with christ in his millennial reign and so that's future that's to happen it is already guaranteed now it is all already guaranteed because we are crucified buried quickened raised seated with christ because Those things are true of us as believers. Now, we are going to come into an inheritance. We've come into part of the inheritance that was promised even to Abraham of the Spirit of God dwelling in our hearts. Salvation by grace and faith through the seed, which is Christ himself. I mean, I wish I could unpack these things even more. But we have received these things by faith. And we are heirs of God, the Bible says. We are heirs of God. And if you remember in the lessons we talked about, we are part of the Messiah's inheritance. That we are part of his inheritance and we have received an inheritance from him of salvation by his spirit, by faith and grace. Now that is true of us now we're in this holy spirit self there are future aspects that we're going to come into such as appearing with christ reigning with christ in our glorified bodies hallelujah now these things are already being bought for us they are already true of us because we already have the resurrection life of christ in us in these temples now So as we look at now joint heirs with Christ, it's very important because there is also future aspects of the inheritance that even Christ is to come into. For instance, Christ is the king of kings. We would all say amen to that. But He's not yet ruled for a thousand years with the kingdom on earth, has he? And so that is future. He's not yet appeared with his bride in glory. And that's to come also at the rapture and also at the second coming, which when we get into that subject of appearing, I'll explain. Now, these are literal future things to take place, which is also part of our inheritance. So when we talk about being joint heirs with Christ, it's so important that we understand before we go into the future aspects that we understand the inheritance we have already received, and the inheritance that we will receive with christ and that's why it's guaranteed because we're on this journey with christ himself we have been crucified buried quickened raised made alive hallelujah and we are seated so the church the born-again believer is on this journey with christ and in christ so that's why it's guaranteed that the future aspects we will inherit because he will inherit. Hallelujah. And because he inherits, because we're with him, we inherit as well. Praise the Lord. And and, and just see this, that God has ordained your past, present and future in Christ and with Christ already. Praise the Lord. So now let's just turn to the Bible reading section there are two verses of scripture let's just begin to really track through these verses of scripture Romans 8 17 Romans eight seventeen. and if children what who's the children the born again believer you and I are children of God hallelujah we are his children the father our old father was the devil wasn't it our old father was the devil, but no longer. So don't, don't treat yourself as though the father of you is the devil. Absolutely not. Your father is now God by his spirit. Hallelujah. You are God's child. You are God's child. And, and sometimes this gets misunderstood because even when we're being corrected by our heavenly father, it's the heavenly father who corrects us. The devil doesn't corrects you the father the the devil doesn't have a right to correct you or if you see no the father corrects listen i correct my children i correct i direct i tell my children when they've done something wrong there are corrections that i do and implement as a father i don't let somebody else who's a another father of somebody else come and correct my children i correct and direct and influence my children in the same way the devil the god the father doesn't allow the devil to correct his children he the god the father corrects his children praise the lord so if your children then your heirs so it's like a family situation where you have a father who's got uh, possessions just like in a normal will situation an inheritance situation you know, things are left to the children in a will. And the Bible says, if your children, if you're born again, then you're an heir, you're an heir of God. But this is the key in this verse. It says, Joint heirs with Christ. Joint heirs with Christ. Which means what the Christ has bought for you, what Christ has done for you, and what Christ has is coming into or has come into and is coming into, you are also coming into that inheritance because you're with Christ. Hallelujah. You're with Christ, so you come into that inheritance. And that is why you are now seated with Christ, because you've come into that inheritance. Praise the Lord. And it says, if so, we suffer with him, that we may be glorified also together, praise the Lord. And that word for glorified here is in reference to our glorified bodies in the future. It it means, talks about our immortality. It talks about what we will change to be like in a twinkling of an eye. And I'm really bringing this home because these are not fairy stories, they're not imagination, they are literally facts. And because Christ, who is the first fruit, has come into the inheritance already of a resurrected, glorified body, because we are with Christ, because we have suffered with Christ in the sense of, we have been crucified and buried with him, then we will also be glorified with Christ. Hallelujah. And so we will put on the immortality of our bodies, but we will also let that glory that's within us shine out of us. Hallelujah. It will be revealed one day, not only to ourselves, not only to ourselves, I mean, we're really going to see what we're really like. You don't actually believe sometimes what you're really like. And inside, you are, you, the glory of God rests in you. His life, His nature, His glory is in you right now. It is, in fact, the new you. That's your new selfie. But that glory that's on the inside of you is going to come out of the outside of you and and it's going to shine through your body and your body will be transformed. I just want to read an extra verse of scripture to you from Romans because it says in verse 18, it says this, For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time, because I was going through difficulties, and don't we go through difficulties as believers absolutely we're not immune to suffering we're not immune to the trials of life are we absolutely not and he says for i reckon the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us in you And so that glory is on the inside of you and it will be revealed in the transformation. It goes on to talk about the manifestation of the sons of God. And so as children, we will be manifested not only to ourselves, not only to one another, but when we come back with Christ in the second coming, we'll be manifested to the world. The world will see who the believer really is is a child of the living God, praise God, amen, isn't that wonderful, and so we are joint heirs with Christ, and so we're going to have glorified bodies, praise the Lord, but it's also a future aspect in the sense of what Christ is going to come into, what Christ is going to come into is so important folks, that there are parts of christ's millennial reign that he's not yet come into but we are going to come into that physical aspect of the kingdom not only in, our, in the sense of receiving our glorified bodies we're going to come into as christ's fellow heirs into the promise of the millennial kingdom now i'll deal with that a little bit more in reign with christ But the reality is we've got something to look forward to beyond just our immortalised bodies. We've already received the Spirit. We've already received the seed, which is Christ. We've already received salvation. We've already received his resurrection life. We're already seated with Christ. But there's coming a day, folks, believe me, where we will reign with Christ for a thousand years. And there is an allotted portion for us To reign with Christ in, in his millennial kingdom on earth. And Christ is going to come into that fullness of the inheritance. And so are we with him. Praise the Lord. And that's why the church will come back with Christ in the second coming. And we will help administer his kingdom upon the earth. This is so real. This is so true. Praise God. Ephesians 3, verse 6 says this, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. And so we see here where Paul, the apostle, is talking about the Jews, he's talking about the Gentiles, and he's saying, look, you're of the same body in Christ. Notice he uses that word, in Christ, We're part of the same body, the body of Christ. The church is part of the same body. Now, it's so important to understand we are fellow heirs. Jews and Gentiles are fellow heirs by being in Christ. And we have come into an inheritance, praise the Lord, that inheritance of salvation by and in Christ. That's so important. That the Jewish people come the same way. Every Jew must come the same way, which is believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And that makes us part in this phase, in this dispensation. This time, it makes us part of the body of Christ, the church. Praise the Lord. Now, this is an annulling certain promises that are to come to pass for the Jewish nation. Because those things will come to pass. That was promised through the prophets. To the Jewish nation as a whole. When the remnant in the book of Revelation says. In the tribulation period will get saved. And they have certain promises. And remember the apostles said to jesus before he left when will you restore the kingdom to israel and so there is a time coming when the kingdom in the millennial reign of christ will be restored on earth the promise of his kingdom on earth will take place for that jewish nation praise the lord but in this time period because we are jews and gentiles in christ we are partakers of his promise in christ by the gospel we receive both jews and gentiles who are saved receive the same spirit we receive the same salvation we receive the same nature we will receive the same transformation and glorification of our bodies praise the lord amen and we will reign with christ for a thousand years amen isn't that wonderful you know sometimes we forget how literal this kingdom is how literal our salvation is folks how unified in Christ we are and I've said this before there's a lot of talk about diversity of cultures and ethnicities and it's so important but our real union is not our differences our union is in our sameness and that is, we're in Christ Jesus. Amen. So now let's just turn to the word study for a few moments, and look at this word joint heir. It means a fellow heir, a joint heir, one who obtains something assigned to himself, and with others. A joint participant, a joint heir. The root word is in the messianic usage, one who receives his allotted possession by right of sonship. And because we are sons and daughters of the living God, both Jews and Gentiles who were born again and believed on Jesus as the Messiah, we are joint participants and joint fellow heirs of the promise, the promise of his spirit, the promise of his life, the promise of his resurrection, And the promise of salvation. And salvation is not just the saving of your spirit. It is the saving of your body to be glorified, to appear and reign with Christ in a literal kingdom upon this earth. And so you see how big it is now to be in Christ. How big salvation is when we talk about being with Christ. Hallelujah. And as I've said before, that together with means this. It means union. It means by association, companionship, process, resemblance, possession, instrumentality, addition. It means completeness. So what does that mean? We are joint heirs with Christ. So we go through the process that he has gone through in his death, in his burial, in his crucifixion, in his uh, quickening, in his being made alive, uh, in the sense of also resurrection life, and also putting on a glorified body that's immortal, and he's seated now with the Father. We go through those processes. We go through that, that process that he did for us because we are with christ and so also that means when he comes back in the rapture because we he will come we will go let me say that again because he will come we will go and we will be with the lord forever because we are already with him and we too will come into the inheritance of our glorified bodies and it also means when he appears in the second coming in all his glory, in all his power, in all his splendor, in his glorified state, and he appears and in his second coming, we will appear with him as well. And when he reigns on the earth for a thousand years, we will reign with him too, because we are going through the same process, because we're in total union with him. Hallelujah. By his grace and by his gift, this has been done. So now let's just turn to the explanation part of the notes. It means this, to be joint heirs with Christ and to become partakers of the promise comes by believing on Christ by hearing the gospel. That is fact. We see this in Ephesians 3, 6, that he says, with the same body of partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. And that's why the gospel is so important to preach and to proclaim. How can people come into the inheritance of salvation? How can they come into the inheritance of his life in them by the Spirit? How can they come into an inheritance of a glorified body? How can they come into an inheritance of resurrection? How can they come into an inheritance of reigning with Christ? How can they come into all these inheritances If it's not by the gospel, the gospel is the primary focus of the New Testament. It is the good news of what Christ has done, but it's bigger than just the forgiveness of sins. It is our past, present and our future with Christ Jesus. And we must understand that. And so the access to these promises, the access to our inheritance is by the gospel. The inheritance of present past present and future amen from a jewish point of view they considered the gentiles to have no inheritance or salvation or blessing god through his son has made you joint heirs by bringing us into salvation by the gospel the gospel is the method that god uses for us to hear and you hear and believe and therefore come into an inheritance. Christ, now listen to me, Christ is an heir. He has an allotted portion given to him by the Father. Christ's portion is all things. Amen. Hallelujah. And we must understand this that we have an allotted portion of allotted portion to give. given to us and so that's not a little bit that that's where we stand with god in terms of salvation in terms of his life in terms of what we're going to come into hallelujah The all things refers to the whole of creation the things seen and unseen we are to remember that the whole creation was created by him and for him and that's so important, folks. All things was created by him and also for him. Sometimes we see that Christ created uh, all things, but we don't see it as for him. We see it for ourselves. And that's a big mistake that we see creation, we see the planet, we see the universe, we see the, the wealth of the planet for ourselves. But no, it was created for him it was crazy for him so when he when he died and rose again and he seated that's also part of Christ's inheritance to bring all things back to himself for himself but because we are partakers of an heirs because we are joint heirs with Christ we're coming into praise the lord what Christ has paid for himself what Christ has brought back unto himself. And one day, the scripture is clear, he will also give it all back to the Father. Praise the Lord. Isn't that wonderful? And so it's so important, you know, this whole planet, this whole world, this whole solar system, this whole universe was created by Christ, but for Christ. And it's all going to come into order when he reigns as king. But we will be with him as kings and priests unto God. Amen. Praise the Lord. We are to remember that the whole creation was created by him and for him. God has appointed the Son, appointed the Son, um, a word for underneath that represents Christ's authority over all things. Praise the Lord. And so Christ is over all things. He has authority over all things. Remember that Christ says all power, all authority is given unto me. And so everything is underneath. It's a word for underneath. That he's the one in authority over and underneath is the things underneath him, which is the whole of creation, folks. All power, all power is given to Christ Jesus. Amen. So it goes on to say, if we are joint heirs with Christ, it means there are sons of God. We come into the benefits of Christ's authority over these things. Now, we've come into some of these things now in terms of salvation and receiving his spirit. Hallelujah. But there are future aspects to come, which is the glorification of our, of our bodies. But also then praise the Lord the allotted portion of reigning with Christ for a thousand years. The heir from a Jewish mindset was something where the sons took possession of the estate of the father after his death. The firstborn son was given a double portion, primarily authority over his dad's estate. Christ is the firstborn, the first fruit of many meaning he has authority over his dad's estate. But as sons and daughters of the living God, we have a joint heirship with Christ, and so we have allotted portions. And so even in the kingdom to come, we're going to have things to do. We're not just going to kick back. We're not just going to put our feet up. We'll have things to do in administering Christ's kingdom reigning with christ for a thousand years and we will have part to plan it's so important that we understand this because you know as christians sometimes we we don't understand this holy spirit itself so we look to you know to our past and we say oh our past isn't gone no you was crucified with christ you were buried with christ we look to our now and think i'm not alive enough in god Yes, you are, because you've been made alive, raised with Christ. You're quickened with Christ. You have his resurrection life in you. You go through your Christian life and thinking, have I done enough? Can I do more? Uh, Am I good enough? uh, You know, there's things missing in my spiritual life. No, Christ is in your life, and therefore you are seated with Christ in his finished work, and you are complete in him. And so then we look to our future and you think, well, um, will I go in the rapture? Am I going to be left behind? Absolutely not, because you will appear with Christ. Hallelujah. And And you are a fellow heir. And so you've got to come into these inheritance. Let me say that again, you are fellow heir. So you've got to come into your inheritance because God has promised it. As much as He has promised it to His Son Jesus, He has also promised it to you because you're with and in His Son Jesus. And so you will come into these inheritances. You're not going to be left behind, you're not going to be left in the tribulation period. You're not going to lose your salvation and and things like this because you are an heir. And if you're an heir, you're going to receive what's been promised. Hallelujah. Amen. So now let's just turn to the other scriptures. Hebrews 11 verse 9. Hebrews 11 verse 9. By faith he has sojourned, That's Abraham sojourned in the land of promise. Notice what the promise was there. The land of promise. As in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. And so he even talks about Abraham and his son Isaac and Jacob there. And they was partakers as well of the same promise. The same promise of the land and this is why it's so important because we've obtained salvation in christ by the gospel we've come into an inheritance of salvation we will come into and have been promised our inheritance of a new body glorified we will come into those things we have come into those things and we will come into those things but also Look at what's said in Hebrews 11 verse 9. It talks about the land of promise. That was also promised to Abraham. And that's so important because even though Jews and Gentiles uh, come the same way, which is believing Jesus Christ as the, as the Messiah, there is also been given a promise to Abraham and his children, and his children's children, i.e. the Jewish people, that they will come into a land of promise. What land of promise is that? The land of promise of Israel. And what we see on the map today is not the fullness of the land of Israel. And so Abraham himself has a future promise, a future inheritance, and his children's children do as well. And that's why when when Christ comes back in his second coming, Abraham himself, resurrected, will also reign over all of the land of promise, over all of the land of Israel, folks. He will come into, not only has he come into the salvation aspect, but he's also awaiting a resurrection body. But in the second coming of Christ, he will receive that resurrection body, and he will also come into the fulfillment, because he is an heir, he will come into the fulfillment of the land of Israel being his. Praise the Lord. And his children's children. The Jewish people will be saved. <laughs> praise the Lord. Not only saved, the remnant will not only be saved, but the Jewish nation, Hallelujah, the Jewish people will come into the fullness of the land of Israel. Amen. Why am I saying this? It's because I'm trying to get across as best as I can, that salvation is literal. Salvation is tangible. Just because some things are spiritual, it doesn't mean they are not tangible. They're not airy-fairy. They're not like clouds in the sky. It's tangible. Heaven's tangible, salvation's tangible, my forgiveness and your forgiveness is tangible. The Spirit of God in us is tangible. The resurrection of life is true, it's tangible. Our bodies being changed in the twinkling of an eye is tangible. The rapture is tangible, it's real, folks us coming back with jesus to reign with him for a thousand years is tangible abraham and the jewish people coming into the land of promise finally in the whole of israel is tangible hallelujah but also the fact of our allotted portion where we will reign with christ is also tangible because we have received a promise of being joint heirs with christ hallelujah Praise the Lord. So the completion comes at the Abrahamic promise. The promise to Abraham. The completion comes at the millennial reign of Christ. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And we as his children, as the church, are joint to with Christ. And so we will come into our allotted portions in his kingdom reign on earth as well. Praise the Lord. 1 Peter 3 verse 1 seven one peter three verse seven and this might seem like a strange scripture to use as being joint heirs with christ but i really feel that it is in so important so important it says likewise ye husband dwell with them that's the wife according to knowledge giving honor unto the wife as unto the weaker vessel as being heirs together of the grace of life that your prayers not be hindered now what is peter saying here why is this this is a strange verse to use because not only are we joint heirs with christ not only are we fellow heirs with the jews uh the salad saved jews not only with abraham and the jewish people coming to the fullness of their inheritance and we as gentiles will come into the fullness of our future inheritance as well in the millennial reign of christ but we have a life on earth now don't we let's just say as it is we have a life on earth now where our bodies are yet not glorified, i.e on immortality and if we're married to those of us who are watching this study and are married We live in a real world with real pressures, with real feelings, with real emotions, with real upset, with real family pressures. And sometimes that's very tangible too, isn't it? And we must remember as born again believers, as husbands and wives, that we are fellow heirs together as well. You know, and that's key. We're going through this life as joint heirs with christ we're going through this life as fellow heirs together because we're going to come into those promises to uh, uh, as you know you know with the wife isn't gonna lose those promises and the man is going to come into all of it there's no separation we're in christ jesus the woman the wife and the husband are going to come into the promises of god and so You know, we're not to look down on each other. We're to see ourselves as fellow heirs. And so this revelation of the Holy Spirit selfie as fellow heirs with Christ has a very practical effect on your married life. You know, when it comes to walking with the Lord, you walk with the Lord as husband and wife together. You will inherit what Christ has allotted to you as husband and a wife as an individual you will you know that's the lord's doing and and so not one is above another in that sense you're in it together in as born again believers on your journey through this life on the planet and it says so you know you you dwell according to knowledge you give honor to the wife and as unto the week of have been heirs together of the grace of life and so we've a husband's wives listen to me very carefully you both received christ you've both been crucified with christ buried with christ you've both been quickened with christ both been made alive and raised with christ both are seated with christ in the heavenly places christ dwells in both of you you are joint heirs with christ so you're joint heirs together in the fact that you joined is with christ and you will be raptured hallelujah you will appear with christ in the rapture in glorified bodies and you will appear with christ in the second coming and you will reign with christ and so what i'm trying to say let let husbands and wives as you grow in god grow in god together grow in god together pray together understand together have revelation together read the scriptures together Grow in God and in this life together, united because you're united with God, you're with Christ. United, so be unified together as husband and wife on this earth. Because, yeah, the world system will throw everything at you. Praise the Lord! So, because you're with Christ, also be strong with one another. Hallelujah. In union. Praise God. So what, what am I saying? There's no second class citizens in the Christian faith. You know, there's no second class citizens. Hallelujah. Because we're with Christ. Amen. Praise the Lord. So now let's just go to the apply section on the notes. Begin to recognize that your inheritance is guaranteed. Again, I stress this. Your past as in what you've gone through with Christ was guaranteed your present state of salvation with his resurrection life means seating seated with Christ is a guaranteed fact but also your future rapture your glorified bodies and your appearing with Christ Jesus and reigning with him for a thousand years is guaranteed now because you're with Christ it's guaranteed your inheritance is guaranteed it's sealed and cut with blood, the blood of Christ. Hallelujah. It's guaranteed because it's Christ's inheritance. This is, this is what we've got to understand. Because it's Christ's inheritance, we are joint as with him, not the other way around. It's his inheritance and we're joint with him. So we come into that inheritance he has received from the Father. If you can lose yours, now listen to me carefully. If you can lose yours, he loses his too. Now, the, Also, if he, <laughs> if he loses his inheritance, Christ loses his inheritance from his father, you lose yours. So the question is, will Christ lose his inheritance? Will Christ not come into his millennial reign? Will Christ lose his resurrected body? Absolutely not. Will Christ lose these things? Absolutely not. So you're not going to lose out too. You can't lose yours because it's Christ's. He is the guarantee because it's been guaranteed to him. Hallelujah. So rest in the complete finished work of Christ. So. Praise the Lord. Let's turn to the questions. Two questions. Ephesians 3, 6. It says, it is his promise. Ephesians 3, 6 says, it's his promise. What does that mean for the Christian? And question two, how how do we, how are we to manage, sorry, how are we to manage our inheritance in Christ? how are we to manage our inheritance in christ as in now and also the future how are we to uh, manage our inheritance and this is so key folks as part of the selfhood that we realize we are also joint heirs with christ so that when in the next lesson 44 as we look at appearing with christ and 45 reigning with christ then we will understand if we understand this lesson that it's guaranteed it's his inheritance and we are with him in it so we are receiving the benefits of his inheritance praise the lord amen so until next time on just jesus god bless you